Hey. Did you fix okay. something? Yeah, sorry. I think we're in business now. Okay. Um, so you ready? Yep. All right, Trons. Narf money back and ready for the seventh place bracket as always. But I have Anton, who's actually in the playoffs. What's up? For once. You made the playoffs last year. That's true. I'm and, really And probably excited. like two years before that. And <laughs> I think you had like one year off. And then we uh, made a suicide pact. And then we got out of that. It seemed, it was at least two. It seemed like a very long time. See, okay. You had a cut. Yeah, yeah. You did have two bad years in a row, I think. Um, but you, you excited for your team? Uh, yeah, it's still, it still feels strange to me to not be terrible. So even the year you won, you were the sixth seed. And then, like, four no, years, no, 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 no. The year I won. Yes, I'm positive. You beat me. I was the one seed. You were the sixth seed. It was like six really? years ago. Yep. You can look it up. 2009. Because I know I made the finals against Vigo as a sixth seed and I lost. That's what I was going to say. You made the finals twice, both the sixth seeds. I don't That's think you've it. ever had... Have you ever had a bye before? Have you ever had um, a good team? Like, honestly, not, ever. I don't think you not, have. Not in recent history. We'd have to go way back. Or maybe one year. history. I mean... <sighs> maybe not. Maybe I've never had a bye. So this is uncharted territory. Because I don't remember. This is such a weird feeling. Like, none of the points count, but all my guys could still get hurt. It's so nerve-wracking. That's why you don't play them. Bench your players. Oh, I should. I know. Um, so you've, you've, had a, you've had a pretty good season, actually. There was, a, there was a point midway through where, like, everyone was picking you ahead of Yoni. And then Yoni, I know, it made won, me, Yoni won all his games, and you started losing games. It made me supremely uncomfortable. No, you, so I would say on the podcast that your team was good, and I knew you secretly loved that. No. Well, so, yeah, for yes, a while, yes, for a while I was closer to Yoni than the rest of the league was to me, but I, but I that kind of evened out. Correct. Um, and these, these teams that, that pushed into the playoffs are really hot. I so. kind of think they all suck. We'll right. see. I, I don't know. I, I, I enjoyed Priest's video. I watched it like 10 minutes ago. Um, so thanks, Priest, for your condolences for my season, as always. You didn't watch it immediately? I watched it immediately in bed when I woke up. No, when I, I, was, I was still sad. My um, wife had left my bed, but I had Priest in it with me. It's a, it's a fair trade, actually. Definitely fair trade. Would you do that more often if you could? If I had more Priest access? Yeah. Would you just like swap Libby for Priest like two or three nights a week? I think I would, just for variety's sake. Plus, I think Priest probably knows some shit. I, I guess he knows some shit, if you put it like that. Yeah. Um, so I have to decide who I'm rooting for. Oh, this is a difficult decision for you. There's no way it's you. I know. So here are the people I'm not rooting for whatsoever. Fuse. Fuse. Um, Fuse and you, easy outs. Um, I'm also going to throw out CB because he won last year. That's fair. I'm going to... Th- I, so that, that leaves three. That leaves Noah, Yoni, and Priest. And all of those are, are like pretty good options in my mind. They're all those, good. They're all excellent people. And excellent podcast hosts. Those might be my top three, actually. Um, oh, ouch. So it's, it's, been a, it's been like a changing of the podcast season. You and Vigo are usually my staples. And like I couldn't get Vigo on. And I purposely didn't let you come on. I know. I offered to be your backup every week. I know. But uh, so, I don't know. We had like... Some, some trouble in the beginning with our, our bad rules podcast or whatever. And then your team was hot. So I knew you were going to make the play. Here's the thing. I knew you were going to make the playoffs. and You wanted to the- wait. You wanted to save yeah. it. None of the other people that haven't come on the show made the playoffs. It's like Moose, Hudson, Vigo. It's like, what would be the point of having any of them on right now? Yeah. I, though I feel I should have come on when my team was doing really like, you know, I took that big trip. So I was away. And then I got back and I said, I'm back. I'm ready to go. My team's suddenly good because Devontae Freeman is a thing. 
but I didn't get to podcast. Yeah, fair. So I think I'm going to eliminate Priest also because he beat me in the finals like six years ago. So that leaves Noah and Yoni. Okay. Um, no, the, I'm pretty sure the one thing that'll make me happy this season is if Carson Palmer wins the title. Both, both the Super Bowl <laughs> and and this league. You still see Carson Palmer as kind of an extension of your he own is. fantasy team. And you came on the podcast last year and told me that Carson Palmer sucked. And you need to, on air, admit you were wrong. I did. I already did. I don't think you did. I don't we think you've done it on air. On one of the pre- I've been very openly wrong about Carson Palmer since the second half of last year. Right. Or He's it's the first half because he was hurt. the best quarterback in fantasy football over the last two years. Um, I, that I, might not be true, but he's like I already five, no doubt. ate my crow over that. Okay, so I, I never denied that I was wrong. Carson Palmer is an extension of me. Um, plus, I, like, I, like, I don't know. I, I, I kind of want to go against Yoni, not for any reasons personally. I just, I don't know. I don't want a 16-0 champion. Um, yeah, and that's I, what I'm... And I kind of so, feel like if Yoni doesn't win, he's still in the same bucket as me of like people that care a lot and can't ever win. Hmm. I'm I'm really torn too. I, I love Noah, but he won he won two years ago, right? So he won very recently. Noah won two years ago, and then he lost in the finals the year before that. Another yeah. finals trip cements Noah is like the top manager in this league, in my opinion. If Yoni had just lost a regular season game, I would want him to win because he's been the best manager maybe both the last two years. Wasn't was he first place last year? Yoni was the one seed last year, undoubtedly, and yeah. he kind of got up. I mean, CB was good last year. CB had a solid team, but I don't know. I thought Yoni's team was better going to the finals. Yoni's, Yoni's been the best manager in the league the last two years, and he deserves uh, it. But actually, I don't want to see him go undefeated. The year before that, I believe, was when Yoni started 0-6 and, and then finished 7-6 and six and had probably the best team in the league but didn't make the playoffs. So over the last, like, two and a half years, he's absurdly good. Yeah, so it's, it's Yoni or Noah, probably. Um, but wouldn't I assume you're rooting for yourself in this scenario? I take myself out of the equation. Okay. Yeah. Um, so like I said, I'm very. I still feel very strange even being in the mix. You're, you're not going to go against Noah. You're obviously rooting for Noah. Um. Or are you rooting for your fall league teammate Fuse? <laughs> um, we have bonded pretty intensely. Someone, someone's got to root for Fuse, right? Besides Fuse, it's true. We did. We have won mud several times together now. And, so. and that those are lifelong bonds. I mean, I know. And Terrabanks ever won anything, so he's he's your teammate. I'm so sad that you haven't had an LC vs. Fuse live podcast. You're not the first to bring that up. Um, it would be so Lamp Chop, I also didn't have on the podcast this year. I, the, I, like the people that didn't come on just sucked. Um, also, we should just LC finished four and nine. His team was terrible. That this is a great year. A great season. This is a great year. And I think he finally had bad points against luck for the first time in God knows how long. He had made the semis eight straight years. It's, and eight? Had, eight. I don't even think fantasy football has existed oh, so for seven. So there's seven or eight. It was every year he'd made the semis. Literally. Oh, it's, it's extremely frustrating. I think it was eight if you go back to count, though. I'm just, I'm, I'm sad because predictably enough, he's backed off on his trolling, except when Fuse really demands it. Because he's not doing as well in the league, and that makes it a lot less fun. I would. L- what if you just guest host an LC vs. Fuse podcast? Without you, you just don't want to interact with those people. Is that the problem? I don't. I, I don't know. I, well, actually, no. If I, it'd be kind of hard to moderate. I think. I don't know. Wouldn't it be awkward? I guess I could live with that. 
It would take some preparation, but you'd have to you have to actually call them out on stuff. That's that's what's missing. I like the podcast being a loving place and like a safe a safe spot for people to like I, emotionally recover from fantasy football from this terrible thing we put ourselves through. I feel very safe when I'm with you on the podcast. I'm looking forward to the season being over because my work productivity like triples when I'm not thinking about fantasy football. What, so what do you what do you think of your years? There uh, is there a glaring mistake that you feel you made. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I, I almost want to bring up. I'm going. I'm just going to bring it up. I've, I've held it off all year, guys. I know this is a cardinal rule, but I'm breaking myself. You made your playoffs in all your other leagues and are awesome. Yes. Well, no, no. no. <laughs> in the last five years, I've only played this league. I played a work league for the first time this year, just because it was like social, and I wanted to like come in and talk to everyone about it. And I'm uh, so it was a 14 team. This is the but last week of the I regular just, season. I just want you to know that as you're saying these things, uh, Noah Rybeck, well, not, not everyone, everyone is, to, turning, is tuning out. I know. Everyone to a certain extent, but Noah specifically is getting out a little voodoo doll of you and vomiting on it. I don't fucking care. I'm 11-2. and two. I've already locked up the one seed. I have Carson Palmer. My team is so good. It's just, it's not fair. I'm going to win, and it's going to make me feel better. Uh, but let's what do you, what do you think went wrong for you in your in in you know the okay. league talking so, so, about? So that that's fair in our real league. Um, there's a lot that went wrong for me. I don't know if people want me to just go through all my. So Peyton Manning was probably the worst pick of all time. I don't know. I, I think other people would have taken him too. But how high did you take him? Second round. Yeah, that's pretty bad. He was terrible. Um, and I chose him over Brady. And if I knew Brady was going to play the 16 games, I promise I would have taken Brady. And I didn't. And it was stupid. More importantly, did you take him over Carson Palmer? Yeah. Wow. I, my whole draft strategy was fucked this year. I went two quarterbacks early. It was just a dumb year to do that. Because, like, I had it in my head there were going to be so many, like, like Bortles and Carr. And, like, there were going to be guys that were going to get better this year. And I, I thought quarterback was really deep. And when it's really deep, you shouldn't go too early. And I did it. Uh, Ro- Rodgers was – I've been really disappointed by Rodgers, too. Like, he's he's okay in, in, like, average points. He's probably, like, third or fourth. But I don't know. He's The Green Bay offense is terrible. Alshon, I thought, was a good pick, but he's missed half the season. Arian Foster, I still think, was like one of the best picks in the league, and then he got hurt again. But that was part of the risk of taking him that high, so, so you can't really pe- say that. People say that. I don't think it was. The, it absolutely first of all, was. I took it, no, I took him in the seventh round, so don't say it was that high. But the risk of taking him was he was recovering from a groin injury. You didn't know he was going to play. It could be two weeks. It could be eight weeks. No, like Him getting a completely separate season-ending injury is not a risk of that. No, it absolutely not, is, because no, when you're coming not. back from something like a, a groin injury... You're more likely to tear your Achilles? That does not make any sense. No, compensatory injuries, because your gait is different, you're compensating for, for what hurts, you're off-center, and you hurt other things. This happens all the time. I, I, don't, I don't believe that. Look, I'm no doctor. Do we have any doctors? Where's your... Oh, Yoni's wife. Yoni's, Yoni's the closest thing. Us. Maybe she can come on the podcast. Uh, we... This is a league of like all Jews from Brandeis, no doctors. It's That's a weird. little surprising. Too many Maybe she, she could do an injury corner every. Um, like Stephane, you could tell us what's Stephane wrong Bell. with football players and Yoni's vagina. Look, you I, so, so so you're probably right. There's like there is correlation that you're more likely to get hurt something else, but I don't think it's like a serious like increase in risk. Not just that. Also, he's Arian Foster. When has he not been hurt? So everyone says that, right? Like that. But you look, you go back and look at the numbers, and he like misses one or two games. He's the type of player that's always like on the questionable list, and maybe misses one or two games. He's only had one bad injury in his career. Like he's, but that's he, the worst kind of fantasy player. Because no, he, he finishes top five every year he plays. He's finished top five running back like three of the last four years. Go go back and look. I promise you, Priest didn't think so, and then he went back and looked, and he I was right. 
Three of the last four years, not increased. Previous, previous to this year, three of the last four years, Arian Foster finished top five running back. And the year he didn't was when he got seriously hurt. Okay, two, two of the last three years, he has played less than half the season. You can't take this year into account when I was drafting based <laughs> on previous data. How, I, what does that mean? Okay, listen, I, I will not take this year into account for the remainder of this podcast. I, I, I mentally given up I, on everything, and you're making me angry again, Anton. I, do I have any other function on this program? No, I, God. So, yeah, I don't even know if I had any good picks. Like, Jordan Matthews was atrocious. Um, like my, so my later on, so, okay, here are my good picks. Jonathan Stewart was a good pick. He's been an R, a solid RB2 all year. I got him, like, an eighth round. Same with TJ Yeldon. Same with John Brown. So, like, my later round picks were fine. I got starters. Like and Eifert. You took Eifert. Eifert right? was good. Yeah, Eifert was good, too. Like, I built, here, I built my team, like, thinking I will have a significant, significant QB edge. And if I can play average other positions, I will be good. And I've played average other positions and been terrible at my QBs. So that's why my team that's sucks. Carson Palmer. Um, I don't know. I also like my every year. So how my how do you feel about the fact that you could be in the playoffs and have Carson Palmer in this league right now? I, I don't want to think about that. Every year, my entire team gets hurt, and I, I'm, I'm like gonna go back when I have time and look and make some stat for like startable game, like games missed by players that would start. I don't know. I'm sure everyone has tons of injuries. Like I know Fuse made the playoffs with Jamal Charles out and. Vigo lost Le'Veon Bell and still competitive, so it's not just me. But I, I always feel like all of my players get hurt every year, and it doesn't happen to everyone else. You and I actually, so this is the first like, year, like three or four team? years, that neither one of us was. No, I'm not talking about injuries, but neither one of us was top two in points against this year. For the first I, I know time I don't have it. I don't have an excuse. I was like eighth in points against. My team's just not good. You and, and I were one two for like three years. I, I, trust me, I know. Um, and the year before that, I was like second. And you had a good season. I was four straight years of finishing top two in points against. And at least like I used to have excuses. This year, I don't have any. I guess injuries, but that's bullshit. I don't have any excuses anymore. I just suck. Uh, Peyton and Jordan Matthews really connect you. But come on, would I like Jordan Matthews? Like I, that was a, that was not a bad pick at the time. Like no one was like, oh shit, that's a terrible pick. No, like, listen, I was upset I missed out on Nelson Aguilar and he caught, what, three balls this year? I, I drafted him too and he was terrible. I know. I, I had it all, I was like, Jordan Matthews is going to do what Macklin did last year and Aguilar is going to do what Matthews did last year and that's good production. So, yeah. I can't blame you so much, but look, you have been a little distracted this year. I, I haven't focused. you got to admit, because you, you had some guys that were like on season-ending IR rostering them for two, three weeks. I do that on purpose. You do that on purpose? Yeah, I like to keep, I like to hold on to my players. Do you think that there's still a good veteran presence in the locker room, even though they're... First in- of all, one thing I've done a few times, I didn't do it this year, but in, like, week 16, I pick up all of the, like, studs that, like, got or that are on IR. So if you ever go back and sort of look at my teams, my benches look awesome. <laughs> okay, but I'm talking so about, I'll you know, up, like, during the real season while college. you're trying to make the playoffs, you were burning roster spots on... Uh, so, yeah, I kept Aaron Foster on my IR, but I didn't have another IR-eligible player. I dropped him once Peyton Manning could go to IR. No, there were. Other, I remember looking at your no, roster and no, thinking, "I'm positive. I'm positive. I dropped him once. I put Peyton Manning on IR. Uh, right. Otherwise, I wasn't like saving a spot for Aaron Foster. I, if Manning didn't need to go on IR, I would have kept him. Also, there's no, there's no reason you have to drop him. You All can right. just make me bitter every time I look at my team page. <laughs> oh, oh, I feel for you, buddy. I do. Next year. Next next year. Next year's your year. I just need to not rank myself high in the power rankings. I don't think you're medically capable of doing that. There's too much. There's too much negative power in that. And honestly, one of the reasons um, 
I, I didn't do a lot of media this year, but definitely to, down the stretch, like I purposely didn't do anything um, because I was like trying to just play it low and not talk my team up and see if that worked. Mm-hmm. But it didn't work. Who do you think had the worst year? Me. Um, no, Lionel's team had the worst year. I mean, the, what happened to Luck was terrible. Rotswigger missed half his games. Jeremy Hill sucked. Like, all of his top picks suck. Edelman has been out. Like, Lionel had the worst year, don't you think? Yeah, but, uh, you know, looking at it now, Lionel, so Lionel and Moose were clearly way below everyone else. They're separated only by 20 points, and I think Lionel had far worse injury luck. Than Moose? Than Moose. Oh, he did. Moose is bad at fantasy football. Moose? Oh, yeah. I almost had Moose on the podcast again this year also, but it didn't work out. Um, it's like, yeah. Um, he is, like, I commend Moose because he's, he's clearly paying attention and trying all year. I don't know. Is Did Moose... Moose drafted CJ Anderson, right? Or was it you? It was Moose. Moose, Moose drafted him and traded him to me. I think that was... Like, such a clear, terrible pick that I don't care what else happened with Moose. There were, there were leagues this year where C.J. Anderson went number one overall. Anyone, first of all, I do not think that's true. I don't that's think anyone was taking true. him over Jamal. You don't think anyone in the world took C.J. Anderson number okay, one? Okay, fine. I think less than 5% of leagues he went number one. He was a very high pick in many leagues. Uh, I Because he was the number one running back in fantasy the I, second half of last year. I understand that. I didn't. I don't remember any rankings anywhere preseason that had him above Le'Veon Bell, Jamal Charles, or Peterson, or even Eddie Lacy, who was Eddie Lacy was really high up. Hmm. Every rankings had him in like the next the next tier with like Jeremy Hill and C.J. Anderson, Demarco Murray, McCoy. But it was unfortunate. It was happened, unfortunate that I traded for him. This too. has happened like four years in a row with Denver that a dude gets hot the, the second half of the season and then sucks the next year. It happened with Monty Ball, Ronnie Hillman, CJ Anderson. Like it happens every single year with them. Yeah, look, I'm not saying I would have taken him in the first round, but I, it was defensible, and I traded. I, I, it was like, defensible by like rankings, but like I, I just thought that was a bad pick. Demarco Murray, Lamb Chops, maybe Lamb Chop at the worst season. That was a rough pick too. Um, should we just talk about teams that are worse than mine? <laughs> I don't know how much time we should spend on that. Crying at my desk. Uh, DeMarco Murray. There's only there's only three of them by points, so. Oh, fuck. Yeah, and he had Hopkins. Like, Hopkins carried him a lot of the way. Um, yeah, or should we just, I guess we should talk about, like, the good teams that are in the playoffs. Is that the point? Or should we go Lionel and just not be allowed to talk about football? <laughs> Um, I think we should talk about football. So I have, I don't know when you want to do this. I have a segment for you. Oh, shit, yeah. To predict the semis matchups. So, oh, so here, but, I, I, but it is not football related. Okay, so I forget um, what the rules are. Does Yoni pick his matchup next round also? Or is it just in the first? In just in the no, round? Yoni also picks next round. And then the finals, does Yoni also pick? The finals, Yoni also picks. Okay, and is that just the other team in the finals or can he pick from anyone? Like, could uh, he be play me in the finals? He can pick either the other team in the final or Randall. Or Randall. Interesting. Interesting. Um, okay, so you're going to get the... So yeah, then you get the better team next round. All right, so what... Should we do this... Should we do a segment now? Well, do you have any thoughts about actual football-related, like, after the Thursday games? Fuse and Noah did very well on Thursday. So, Noah has Palmer, always does well, and Fuse... Not only does Noah have Palmer, but... Adrian Peterson, after he started the game looking amazing, only ended up with 13 points. So I didn't watch the game, but I saw CB's text and thought he must be going off. And then I saw the score. He had like 70 yards, a touchdown, and a fumble, I think. Peterson was, was like 
picking up seven, eight yards, just running mad in the first quarter. And it looked like it was going to be a huge Peterson game. And it just didn't pan out. Um, and Larry Fitzgerald only got six some points. Larry Fitzgerald's. Oh, yeah, he's starting for CB. So CB had Peterson and Fitzgerald. Yeah, that's not great against Noah's Palmer. Um, I think CB. It's tough to say. I think CB might be the worst of these four playoff teams, though. Well, certainly after Thursday night, it's not looking good. Even before that, um, like if you look at Fitzgerald, like since uh, Michael Floyd has come back to the lineup, Fitzgerald hasn't had big games, really. I mean, he was great early on the season, but if you look at his last four, his high is 13. I mean, you can keep going. You can pick a cutoff anywhere. I know it's kind of arbitrary, but like he's had one 20-point game since week three. Like Fitzgerald's not... He's not like a, a wide at one. I don't think anyone would argue that. Yeah, and yeah, then, I think that's right. I mean, Emmanuel, he's got Emmanuel Sanders, who's been super inconsistent, like the whole Denver offense. And Amendola's pretty solid. I mean, I don't know if Gronk and Edelman both practice this week. I don't think either plays, so I think Amendola still has a, a week of leading the team in targets. Um, I don't, and CB's going interesting here. He's starting Fitzpatrick over Matt Ryan. Would you do that? It's a much better matchup, Tennessee against at Carolina. Yeah, yeah, I would do that. I mean, if, I, I, I'm sitting. I sat Philip Rivers the last two weeks. I'd, I'd sit him again this week if I were playing in, instead of Hoyer. And I guess matchups. And I almost took Hoyer on the waiver wire, and I chose Charkhandrick West instead. I could have had Hoyer all season. Um, well, Charkhandrick gave you one good game. No, he's given me like three good games. He just then got hurt, and then gave me yeah. some bad games. Um, Fitzpatrick's actually got two back-to-back thirty pointers, and Matt Ryan, like always, is terrible. Does anyone think he's good? Uh, I think he's good because he's from my hometown, so I have to think he's good. He's also from my hometown. Also, tangent, we're going to the Eagles game tomorrow, so they're going to get no, crushed. I mean, he's not from Philadelphia. He's from my actual hometown. Um, and the Eagles are terrible. But like, I just think Matt Ryan is like the most mediocre, both real and fantasy quarterback like of all time. And like, he it's, gets drafted so high every year. Like he's his, just, his offensive line is not good. So, like, every year he finishes, like, eighth. And he gets drafted to, like, finish, like, fourth. And I'm not saying that's the biggest drop-off. Like, he's just, he's never has, like, top five quarterback potential, I don't think. Even that, like, when, when Roddy and Julio were both going off that one or two years, he, he never, like, was top five? He might have been, but I doubt it. I don't know if there's a way to check. Um yeah, I don't know. Like, CB's got Frank Gore, who is not real. He's, I guess he's been a little better recently. I don't know. Like, who who would you want to play of these four teams next week? I think you'd want to play CB. I, it would all be matchups. That's the thing that uh, I think we undervalued when we did the rule change for getting to pick your opponent. The, the, the individual week matchups are way more important than how good that team is or how much you hate that manager. Uh... It's, they're more important than how much you hate that manager. I, I think they're important. I'm not sure they're more important than how good the team is. I'm actually, I'm, I'm, I'm rethinking wanting this rule change because I think I undervalued how important the matchups are. So you can just play the matchups. So you're saying Yoni is going to have a significant advantage over you? Yes, but also because his but he team should. is better than mine. Yeah. I mean, I don't even remember who voted. Was this like a, a landslide vote or was it close? I, it had like nine or ten votes. It was... I, I probably voted for it. Yeah. Um, so yeah we so all thought it would be fun. And maybe it is. 
So Noah's in a strong spot. That means I don't think Yoni would play Noah. I think if Noah wins, you're going to get him in the next round. Mm, that'll be a hell of a game. I don't. I've. Uh, I haven't looked at the, the matchups for next week even. I'm just trying to enjoy football for a week. Uh, not possible. Not possible. Well, you can't lose this week. You have an easy week, actually. You have well, no I can pressure. lose because people can get hurt. I can only lose. I Except you, that I, I guess you could put it like that. Outside of not being able to actually lose, everything could go wrong. And then, God, I really hope Priest wins. Um, he's got four, Forte's healthy again. Doug Martin's been really good, actually. Michael Floyd scored 22 points. I get that, but isn't Brandon Cooks for a concussion? Allen Robinson's going to... No, it's Brandon Cooks is, uh, I think it was a, like a false alarm. Oh, I don't think he even put him in the protocol. Oh. He was like, I feel a little dizzy. And they're like, man up, you pussy. And it's fine. Allen Robin- Robinson's really good. I, I, and in, yes. and I almost got Allen Robinson. Good. I almost traded for him uh, when I made the, the trade to get Calvin back. Yeah. That was the other deal I almost made before I got Calvin. You ruined my Thanksgiving by making yeah. me go against Calvin Johnson. <laughs> um, uh, what? Uh, how early do you think, or like, what group of players do you think Allen Robinson gets drafted with next year? Do you think he's like a elite top group wideout? Um, I think he's like wideout seven or eight. That's maybe like, a little higher. Yeah, I mean that's like top. So seven or eight means he goes in like the middle of the second round. Like that's that's like the top group usually. Yeah, so I, I think late second, early third, maybe. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's, he's definitely past Calvin Johnson, I would say, for next year. He's pr- possibly past Demarius Thomas based off the Denver situation. He's good. And you know what? I think he's he, going to he, have a really good run to end the year because of the schedule. And yeah. I know this because as I'm a newly minted Blake Bortles owner. Um, and that, uh, that's going to pump up his value. I mean, he could be over, he could be like even with A.J. Green next year. Oh, I would rather have him than AJ next year. AJ is declining. I don't know. AJ's not declining. It's like his fifth year in the league, and he actually has pretty solid numbers. It's not his fifth year in the league. 100% it's his fifth year in the league. What? Look How it can up. That him and Julio came in the year together. AJ Green's his fifth year in the league, and he became the first player ever to start with five straight thousand yard seasons. It is only his fifth year in the league. Yeah, he's, he's not declining. I think I said this a few times. Like, the Bengals just have more target. They have more weapons this year. Like, Tyler Eifert, Marvin Jones, Mohamed Sanu, uh, Bernard and Hill. Like, they are a much better team because Andy Dalton is not forcing the ball to A.J. Green. It hurts. It helps everyone except A.J. Green. You might be right. If it um, were gentlemanly um, to discuss other leagues, I could tell you about owning A.J. Green. So I'm surprised I thought he was older. But yeah, yes. it's only his fifth year. is 27. Yeah, him and Julio came out the same year. I'm positive. And he's actually his stats are most mostly they're in line with every season he has. He's yeah, he had two hundred. his second and third year. He just had a whole bunch more targets. You're right. You're absolutely right. Thank you. Um, um, but I would rather have Allen Robinson next year than AJ Green. What about uh, that's actually interesting. So the top we're gonna have. What about the and DeMarius? We don't know how far Demarius is gonna drop. I said Demarius already. Okay. What about Hopkins? DeAndre Hopkins or Allen Robinson next year? Hopkins. Hopkins has slowed down, but his quarterback play is terrible. And he's going to get every target forever, and he's easily top five on talent in the league. So I don't think he's top five on talent. Um, really? What they? What, what about when Arian Foster comes back, takes up targets? What about J.J. Watt in the red zone? <laughs> Did you see? <laughs> they're now throwing fades to J.J. Watt? Yeah, they're throwing everything. Um, 
So, uh, do you think they'll still throw to him with the broken hand and just let him one hand it, like a called one hand play, <laughs> where he has to like trailing edge catch it from on top? Is that of the ball still? Uh, is, do you think that's still a better option than their third or fourth wide receiver? I mean, they should just throw it to DeAndre Evans every time. He's he's good at jump balls. He gets up. He's absurdly good. Um, he's not that quick out of his breaks, which is tough in the end zone. So, I mean, I guess you'll have, you'll have Julio, Antonio Brown, Odell Beckham will probably be the top three next year, I think. Yeah, I think Allen Robinson, you can make a case, will be as good as anyone after that. Yeah, he's going to be good. He's going to be very good. It's a lot of talk about Allen Robinson. And- yeah. All right, okay, should we... Do, do the segment, do the segment. Should we actually predict yeah, the Yeah, because actually, I, I, need, I have a hard stop at like 1 o'clock, so we can't go on forever. Are today. you kidding me? Because this is going to take a little while. I, that's a half hour from now. I can go past that. I just can't okay. go all day. It's going to be good. So I was, I started thinking, how can we most accurately predict the semis? You know, what mode of of competition is the purest and the most lacking in bias, and just lets one man face another man in all of in all of their glory, right? Softest flick competition. There's only okay. That was number two. That was my second idea. The purest form of competition between men. I'll give you one more guess. What do you think it is? The purest form of competition between one man and another man that is possible uh, without them being in the same room. Infinite Rosham? Absolutely Infinite Rosham! Here's what we have done. (laughs) All four semifinalists, unbeknownst to you or anyone else, I am loving this, have submitted to me each three Infinite Rosham throws. They will now go head to head, best Wait, two out of three. Finalists, you meant quarterfinalists. I meant quarterfinalists. Okay. Um, I think the best way to do this is I'm not going to tell you whose throw is is whose. Yeah, that's fair. And but we'll decide jointly. I'll I'll I guess I'll I'll cede to you if we can't agree because you're you'll be less biased. And this is the best segment since Randall's Tron ranks. Well, I'm pretty great. Which was also um, the previous podcast today. I also but. I haven't like I I briefly saw people's submissions when they sent them to me, but I I haven't looked at them in detail because I didn't want to start thinking about it. Okay, so I have to pull them out I, of different. I don't dates. really believe you, but that's fine. No, I've, I so which game you want to start with? Um, I thought we weren't supposed to. Let's not even know the game because we don't want to know whose throws are whose, or should we know the game? Yeah, you should know the game. Um, let's start with with um, Fuse Mandel versus Priest. Fuse Mandel versus Priest. Okay. You're going to have to bear with me a little bit because I didn't want to group all the throws together. Okay. Priest and Fuse. I should have had you on more podcasts, man. You should just do every week with me. I know. I know, buddy. Okay. Fuse Mandel versus Priest. The first throw, one of them throws... Dos Equis's most interesting man in the world. Okay. The other one throws Wesley from The Princess Bride. Should we try to guess? Who, should I try to guess who's is who's or no? You should just decide. Also, that. am I the judge or are we together the judges? I think we should try to come to a consensus. But like I said, since I know who is who, I'm going to yield never, to you if you can't never, agree. I'm going to be honest. You're a better Infinite Rosham judge than me. I, I think, know that. I think your legal experience plays into that. It does. Um, although I get to go to court on Tuesday again. I'm excited about it. You're one for one in testifying. I, yeah, I, I, yes, exactly. I beat Fuse's, not Fuse's, Moose's Jew friend lawyer from Brandeis. Um, Good work. Okay. All right. Most, most interesting, interesting man, man in the world, world versus who? Wesley from The Princess Bride. Which one's Wesley? It, Are you fucking kidding me? I, okay. He's, he is the, the dude, right? He's the dude. 
Okay. I thought you'd have more of an appreciation of the Princess Bride. I, I actually do love the Princess Bride. I just doesn't don't. seem like no, you no. Do. So I've only seen it like twice, and every time I see it, I'm like, I'm like half watching in the background. I'm like, oh, I would love this, but I never pay attention enough to love it. It's like in that zone. What the hell is wrong with you? You've seen every bad TV show. I know. I uh, know. Okay. Um, anyway, what are your thoughts on this? So what is? They're the most- both kind of international men of adventure. So they are. Oh, now the, here's the most interesting man in the world is not that interesting anymore. Like he's really played out on those commercials. Now what I what I like about Wesley as a as a possibly superior international man of mystery is that Wesley is both a lover and a fighter. The and most interesting man in the world, just I don't a think. Lover. Yeah, I mean, he may have been a fighter in his early days, but now I think he he relies on his talking skills and all of his legions of hoes to get him out of trouble. But but so they both talk themselves out of trouble quite a bit. Yes, but one of them also has a large sword. Oh, yeah. So you're clear. You're clearly going for Princess Bride on this one. I'm leaning, but if you got if you have another angle on this, maybe you can sell me. Uh, I try to stay malleable in Infinite Roshan. I, I get that. I get that. Um, no. So uh, the only only the princess not Prince Bride, only the most human in the world would be so superior talking himself out of situations which it does seem like he is he never gets caught and Wesley got kidnapped right or no the princess got kidnapped yeah but I mean he's talking his way out of like awkward trespassing situations and Wesley's like his life is in danger Wesley becomes a pirate at the end right no he becomes a pirate in the beginning in the beginning he is a pirate he is a pirate I'm gonna go with him that, that's a win it's a good choice. All right. Uh, that was Priest. Yes! Yes, priest. yes, yes! All right. Throw number two. I thought it wasn't. Okay. Throw number two. What's up, Priest? One of them. If Priest and I'm wins not... this, do we even do the third one? Um, and also, how are you randomly choosing which throw goes against which throw? I'm going in order. Okay. Yeah. So they should have grouped them accordingly. Okay. Okay. So, and I'm not saying them in any particular order. I don't even remember who's, which throw I said uh, first for okay. which. So okay. don't take... Any that to mean anything? All right. Second throw from one of them is oh, this is an interesting matchup. Um, one is baseball bat with nails sticking out of it, wrapped in barbed wire, a la Mick Foley. Is Mick Foley a professional wrestling person? Don't know. Do you really need barbed wire if there's already nails sticking out of it, though? Like, aren't they redundant? Um, Mick Foley is a professional wrestling person. I guess it doesn't hurt to have both. And there's more risk of you just hurting yourself, I would think, with both. Yeah. All right. And the competing throw is the National Rifle Association. Ooh. They are unstoppable with their propaganda. Um, They're very good. It would be very ironic, though, if they were stopped by a bat. Yeah. I think this one's clear, though. The gun beats the bat. You do have a lot of guns. Like, this, like, this is a simple one. It's an easy Because they're, the they're in the same They're in the same category world. of deadly weapons. Yeah. So, so, what's your legal take? Who would get, like, greater punishment? Shooting someone with a gun or beating someone with this bat? I have represented people who have done both. And it's way worse to use a gun. Okay. Um, so, I guess that means it's better to use a bat if you don't want to go to jail. No, but it's better to use a gun if you want to kill someone. But what's the, is the goal to kill someone? or is it uh, just- It's a fair question. Um... I forget. So, yeah, but gun beats bat. Well, actually, bat could smash a shit out of gun. And it's kind of likely gun would miss bat. Bat's a small target. <laughs> All right. Um, 
I'm going to give you a wide berth because you don't know. Actually, you could also make the argument that if something was going to, like, if we got rid of guns, everyone yeah. would just replace them with bats because they still need to protect themselves and feel safe and beat minorities. But I don't really know which way that cuts. Yeah, this is actually getting tough. Um, Except I'm going to go with my original gun. The skin I'm, of minorities. I'm, I'm going to go with NRA. They're really hard to stop. All right, okay. NRA was also Priest, so Priest takes it. Boom! Top two. Uh, the, the one that we're, we're not going to have to decide is Priest would have thrown Candy Crush, and Fuse would have thrown the ultimate rock Dwayne Johnson. Um, I would probably go Candy Crush. because And Priest actually, where his, originally he threw Bear, then he changed Bear to Candy Crush, and I told him it was probably a bad idea, but I, I wouldn't well, let him change that. Changed bear to shark, but you should have changed Bear to Shark. You should have changed Bear to a fucking Bear. We're not going down there. By the way, going. about Shark, I might have bad news for Wildwood for you. About you or about, oh, about sharks? Well, don't I, do that. Don't do that. I don't even want to hear it right now. Okay. Well, don't. Okay. Just okay. whatever it is, just don't do that thing and do a different thing. I have to make awesome. a difficult choice. I'm going to consult Yoni, actually, on this one. If one of the choices is coming to Wildwood, then the choice is, by its nature, not difficult. I'm going to have to choose between Summer League Finals and Wildwood. Narf. Narf. That's not a choice. I So... I, know, think if you, if I think if you ask Yoni, and Yoni was being honest, and you ask Yoni what the greatest regret of the last decade is for him, he would say choosing Summer League Finals uh, over Wildwood. Wildwood is way better than Summer League Finals isolated on its own, but Summer League Finals basically means the whole season, and that's like a whole summer of playing Ultimate versus one week. Can I remind you that sense. you and I played Summer League together in New York, and we had an excellent time, and then you bagged Finals to be with your girlfriend in Philadelphia? Did that happen? That happened, and we won finals without you. I don't think it was for her. I think I had something else to do. <laughs> I like how you say that by way of excuse. Like skipping finals for her doesn't sound like something I would do. He, it it was to be in Philly because you had to like help her move or something. That does that sound like something I would do? No, but you did it. There so was don't actually tell me something. Finals are important. Like six Wildwoods ago, they were important. They should have been look, important when no, you're no, on no. my team. Like, six Wildwoods ago, she had to move out of her apartment. Like, she had to be out by midnight of Wildwood Sunday. And I, like, drove back and got home at, like, 9 o'clock and, like, moved all her shit for her. I clearly did. And you talked to her about, like, moving less? Because this seems to come up a lot. I would, I mean, we generally move together now. But if she moves and I don't, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, yeah so you just, bought a house now. So she doesn't have to move anymore. Well, we until you we, kick her out. Yeah, fair. All right. Next next matchup. Noah versus Choirboy. Noah versus Choirboy. All right. Hold on. I gotta put up Choirboy here. Here's Noah. Alright. Noah versus Choirboy. What happens if we actually correctly predict the winners here? Are we just that powerful? We are actually correctly predicting. Has Infinite Rush ever been wrong? I'm not sure. Yeah. Okay, so um Noah versus Choirboy. The first throw is Colony Collapse Disorder. I honestly don't know what that is. Colony Collapse Disorder. I'll tell you what this is. Okay. Uh, This is a thing that affects uh, beehives, where all of a sudden... I was thinking like colonies in the U.S. in like the 1700s. No, this isn't like the independence movement in Haiti. Um, uh, In beehives, a whole bunch of the bees are just like, fuck it, we're piecing out. And just like abandon the colony and like leave the queen there with a bunch of food and here, good luck. And they leave and everything falls apart. Okay. And they're not sure what causes it, but it's this big thing in the beekeeping community. Okay. I may have Wikipedia this briefly. Okay. 
Okay. Yeah. Colony Collapse Disorder. The competing throw is Frogger with a jetpack. Frogger with a jetpack. I strongly think Frogger with a jetpack was Choir Boy's throw. Um, uh, don't, don't say. Don't say. I'm not saying. I'm okay. So Colony that. Collapse Disorder is all the bees desert the queen. Like, mo- yeah, most of the bees just, like, peace out. And so wh- how is that powerful? Like, well, it's like a... Are we assuming, know. like, Frogger is the queen bee, and even though he's a jetpack, everyone pieces out and leaves him to die? Maybe, I don't know. Could Frogger with a jetpack go around and, and recollect? Although, if the bee, are the bees, like, a unified force? Because, like, a whole colony of bees just deserting and going to sting would be really powerful. Um... That's true. Um, Though, you know, when they swarm, when they leave the hide, they don't really sting because they're no, they don't have nothing to defend. I learned that when we ended up in a bee swarm in Vegas once. Actually? Yeah, Noah, Lionel, and I ended up in a bee swarm on this. You know, in Vegas, have these uh, the pedestrian bridges over the streets? I do know that. Yeah, so on one of those, we were about to cross, and suddenly we noticed that the sky was full of stuff, and it was a giant swarm of bees. And we had to just, like, walk through it because it wasn't going anywhere. I would not have done that. I would have turned around. But then I did my research, and I learned that when they're swarming like that, when they're not in a hive, when they're, like, moving to a different hive or something, they don't sting because they don't have anything to defend. So what is, what is Frogger with a jetpack's real power here? Like, uh, it's all of the powers of a regular Frogger, but also with a jetpack. I don't know what what what's your take on this? They don't seem to match up that well. I'm trying to find a comparison. No, this is it's tough to find a, a common field of play between. And they both two. fly. I mean, that's something. Yeah. Well, the disorder doesn't fly, but yeah. Yeah, if it's just a disorder, like if Frogger had a jetpack and all of his bees abandoned him, would he still be okay? He'd probably be better <laughs> without a swarm of bees. <laughs> I mean, I find that my life is better without a swarm of bees. So Colony collapse disorder is almost like that's a positive thing for frogs. So, so one way I think one common thing with pestilence type of throws is you know is the competing throw immune to that kind of pestilence. So is Frogger with a jetpack immune to colony collapse disorder? Like, say if all Frogger's friends abandon him one weekend, would his he still be okay because he's Frogger and he's got a jetpack? He'd be fine. Uh, yeah, he'd be absolutely fine. So that's actually the take right. up on this. Frogger with a jetpack. He's just fine. Was that Choir right, Boy? So that, that was Choir Boy. I knew, I knew that was Choir Boy. I, I was such an obvious CB throw. You gotta disguise your throws better, Choir Boy. Okay. All right, here we go. So the next throw, next pair of throws. But what was Noah thinking with Colony Collapse Disorder? I have no idea. He's a scientist. Who the hell knows what they're thinking about? All right. Um, okay, next throw. One of the throws is... This is a compound throw. Tim Tebow and Jesus as co-stars in a buddy cop movie. Okay. So it's the buddy cop team of Tim Tebow and Jesus. Okay? Okay. Kind, of, other kind throw, of redundant, but that's fine. The other throw is Lamp. Lamp? Lamp. Okay. I also Lamp. feel like the Tim Tebow one was Choir Boy and Lamp was Noah. Um, what are Lamp's powers? It, it Lamp has very few powers. It can, it can blind you if you look at it too close or kind of burn you if you touch yeah. it. True. 
Like, but that's really light bulbs more than lamp because lamp, if you touch Tim Tebow's ass, lamp that implies there's a lamp shade, and that actually basically nullifies all of light bulbs' powers. <laughs> um, uh, so it can provide soft reading light. Yeah, but they don't even need lamps reading light. Like Jesus can do everything. You don't need to read anything if you have Jesus. He'll just tell you. Yeah, and I'm not sure Tim Tebow can read. Um, you shouldn't have to. He can't read playbooks or defenses. Um, so, I guess what are their powers against Lamp? In a bunch what aren't their powers? It's very likely they'll storm an apartment and, like, in a shootout, shoot Lamp or Lamp gets knocked off or thrown in their way by, like, a trespass. Like, that's the most... You, you don't think that they would be nonviolent buddy cops? Well, they're and cops. They would, just, they would just talk down all the perps with Jesus' love? They would just love them into giving their gun away. Well, that would just protect Lamp. So maybe, like, they're the guardians of Lamp. Um, I, I, I'm going to have a hard time giving it to Lamp just because I, I don't see what it does. Yeah, me neither. And Lamp would have only been good for a very appropriate opposing throw, and this is not it. Like the Plague of Darkness. Right. Exactly. Anything darkness-related. Um, um, but Jesus is very light, not dark. Um, I'm going with the buddy cops. Is that Choir right. Boy? That was Choir Boy. God, CB. You're, I can read you too well. Okay. Yeah, so he wins. It's 1-1. One one. We... What? No. Oh, CB won both? Yeah, he won both. Oh, yeah. No one had even... Yeah. The one that we don't get a chance to evaluate, uh, Noah would have thrown triangles, one of the most powerful Infinite Roshan throws, against stadium full of Eagles fans armed with D batteries. What's like the what's the quick backstory to why triangles are so powerful? Uh, okay, so very quickly, for those who don't know it, at the height of the Infinite Rosham craze when I was on Tron, uh, was this during, during the now. naked runs around North Quad with you and Len? This was not during that. That okay. was only my freshman and sophomore year. It kind of fell apart when I studied abroad. It fell yeah. apart without me. I was integral to the whole nakedness operation. It's a shame. It was a real shame. I tried to do it from afar, but it didn't work. Okay. Um. It was during a van ride. Uh, God, I wish I could remember who threw triangle. Someone threw triangle, and Eugene threw the Supreme Court, and triangle beat the Supreme Court. Oh well, that makes sense because there's like all the three branches. That's that was absolutely one of the reasons. But Eugene was apoplectic and inconsolable, and just amazed how this could happen. And at the height of his frustration, just boiling over. He screamed in the van, We do not live in a dictatorship of triangles! I guess that's uh, true. It's pretty amazing. Okay. So Noah just copied that throw. Mm, that's a very powerful throw. I mean, very few things can beat a triangle. It wasn't Noah that threw triangle the first time, was it? I don't think so. But it's been a very long time. So it so, was triangle versus a stadium of Eagles fans with D batteries. The batteries yeah. don't affect the triangle. Not really. And you can triangulate the uh, the fans who are throwing. You can triangulate their positions and evict them. Triangle is very powerful. Uh, all right. Well, that one might have gone to Noah, but we didn't get there. He would have lost that didn't get there. So, so CB and Priest. All right. So. Infinite Rosham. So if those are the two winners, Yoni is going to choose Choir Boy, I would think, leaving you against Priest. I think whoever. Who would you least want to and most want to play in the next round? Well, I'm not going to say that because I don't want to give Yoni information. Oh, all right. Actually, that's fair. 
But uh, I, I would say that no matter what happens with Yoni having the pick, I'm going to have a real tough time. I don't th- – I think you're – is your team good? I still forget who you have. Do you, um, you, do you well, still starting Sam Bradford? No. Sam Bradford is my fourth quarterback. Also, multiple times this year I've tried to add a fifth quarterback and it doesn't let you. And we discussed changing that rule and didn't. But we, we should not change the rule. Maybe we should I, I, I know. I know. Now I went up against if you, my whole strategy early in the season was was uh, running back stash. So you're going, yeah. There was a point where you had like eight top ten running backs. Yeah, that was this is the first year I've had like a defined. So here's kind the thing, though: strategy. are Gurley and Freeman are either of them that good anymore? That's my problem. Gurley is my problem because the Rams' offense is terrible. Yeah, the Rams have no one else on offense. Case Keenum is going to be starting, and they're just stacking the box against Gurley. I mean, not, so it's not a problem, Gurley, and my and my backup is. I used my other running backs to trade up elsewhere. Which was and, smart. Which was smart, but now my backup's Ronnie Hillman. Uh, and Gurley is not looking good. And Devontae... Sure Freeman's, and Freeman's looking fine, but he's not like the 30-point-a-game Freeman. He's like 17 he's, points a game. He's fine. He, he got a lot of touches. I think he was, he was a little unlucky not to score in the last game, which would have given him another great week. Uh, my biggest problem with him, not in this, if I make the finals, is that they play Carolina. But Yoni has the same problem with Julio Jones. He's going to get Josh Norman in the final. Um, yeah, and Norman's actually been really, really good. Yeah, except uh, this Carolina like last might week, be. You don't know what Carolina. Brandon Cooks. Do, Brandon Cooks players. was like the first uh, number one wide receiver to really go off against Josh Norman. I don't know if they were playing, if they were manning up on him or not. But Josh Norman has been ridiculously good all year. So and got, he's definitely yeah, he, going to man Julio. He has the most like full extension layout pass deflections I can remember. He's um, so good. It's like he's taking after me. Um, so you got Hoyer and Bortles, Antonio Brown. Charles I mean, we'll see what happens with Jarvis with Landry is number nine? Yeah. God. And even and Calvin. How do you feel about Calvin Johnson? Like, Do you trust him? He's fine. He's, he's getting... Plenty of targets. He could have scored a second touchdown last week. He's going to keep getting looks, and they're 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 scheduled. They're, he's going to play the Saints in the, in our so semis. You, you say he's fine. Like four of his last five games, he scored exactly eleven points. Like that's not great. Like he went off against the Eagles. Other than that, like I don't think he's I don't think he's a threat for like thirty points at all. He has better he has better matchups in our play because the two games I'm going to use him for are at the Saints and at the and, Niners and, and home to the Niners. Yeah, that's fair. Um, yeah, I, I, I know you're just reverse jinxing yourself. I think you will beat either team you play in the next round. So I'm destroying your season for you by saying that. Seems unlikely. Basically, I'm, my, my depth is, is gone. So if I lose a starter this week, I'm really fucked. And the trade deadline's over. You can still add drop, right? We didn't put a limit yeah, on yeah, that. Yeah, you can, you can waiver. But... I still think there should be a... I don't think you should be able to waiver in the playoffs. I think I'm going to make that a rule change next year. And I it's not... This... I think I tried before and it got voted down. So it got voted. voted down. Like you should have a playoff roster and have it set. And part of your strategy is you should have a backup at every position. So if a player goes down, like it's common sense. It's Yo- one idea. Yoni's but- team. So Yoni's got Breeze and Osweiler. It, it, I, they might rest Gronk though. Like I don't. Do you think Gronk Gronk might not play in the regular season? Uh, he shouldn't. But I don't think. I think they. I think they. They'll want to play him at least a little before the playoffs. Um, I mean, Scott Chandler has not been Plus, bad. He's got touchdowns. They, they get the. the they year. get the Jets 
in week 16, and they're going to really want to beat them. Um, Lamar Miller and Ivory, Julio, Martavis has been good. Sammy Watkins was just straight up on waivers like four weeks ago, maybe five weeks ago. Yeah, that's crazy. Not even claimed off waivers. It was like a Saturday, and I really thought about just adding him, but I didn't want to drop like uh, Kirk Cousins or someone. I don't remember. I really should have done that. And he gets the NFC East the next three weeks. Um, you saying the Eagles secondary is bad? Um, it's not as bad as other parts of the Eagles. No, it's by far their worst part, actually. No. Except for their whole offense. Yeah, exactly. Their secondary is better than it was last year. Sure. So it was the 32nd, and now it's like the 28th. It, it's really bad. Progress. Um, yeah, Yoni's team is good. Um, they are right. they are last against wide receivers in fantasy. Apparently, do you have a Tron ranks or was I do? Well, okay, I have a Tron ranks. I don't know if it's good. Um, um, so, have you gone to see the movie Creed? I have not, but you are familiar with it. I am familiar with the premise. You're familiar with the Rocky movies. I have not seen them all, but I've seen. You are uh, from Philadelphia. I know. I've seen. One and two and I think five. I'm familiar with the Rocky movies. Has anyone ever told you that you're just terrible? So my my like historic movie knowledge has significant gaps. I've actually never seen The Godfathers. I've never seen all the Rockies. I've never seen like Goodfellas or whatever any of those famous mob movies are. I've like meant to correct it, but I never do. Okay, well, the Rocky series is actually not uh, about the mafia. No, I, I understand that. It's a series of movies that centers on boxing and sometimes romance and family relations. Okay. Um, often with a kind of underdog angle to the story. Um, well, look, it would take a long time to explain all of them to you. Anyway, you just did. There was just a recent one called Creed, which features Michael B. Jordan, MBJ, as the son of the great Apollo Creed. Does he go by MBJ? He sometimes goes by MBJ. Okay. We can't call him MJ, can you? I, I don't know. Michael B. Jordan's fine, I thought. It's a little bit of a mouthful, just like the man himself. Anyway, here's what I was thinking. Because uh, these movies have certain pretty set elements. So, you are going to star in the next Rocky movie. Fuck yeah. All right. You are going to be, you, first of all, can't say that. You don't even know what they're about. You ah. think that they're about the Italian mob. Um, you are going to star as the, the, the boxer. You're going to be Rocky's long lost retarded cousin or something. And. You need to build the other people in the movie. So we need three. So I thought the three key elements around the main character in a Rocky movie are he needs an opponent. Oh. He needs a trainer. Okay. And he needs a love interest. Oh, all right. This is interesting. So you're going to have to pick one top, one bottom. For each of those roles, and Randall is not eligible to be the love interest. Well, first of all, she clearly wouldn't be, but why is she not that's, eligible? That's fine. She's just not. If, well, if she wouldn't be for you, then forget that role. Okay. Oh, I, all right. Good premise. Um, am I going first? You're going first. Should I, I do, have not should I do all three myself. bottoms and all three tops, or should we segment by role? No, you should do, do your bottoms, then I'll do all my bottoms. Okay. Um, Worst love interest. Can I repeat people or no? Because what if someone's the worst for all of them? Uh, no, you should pick a different You can't multi-bottom. Okay, them. but no, no, no. But can someone be a bottom for one and a top for one on different on different roles? Yes, absolutely. 
Okay. Uh, oh, has that ever happened before, though? No, because it's usually not like different roles. Although I think you. I think we should. I think we should make you, it okay for this one. Did you do the A team one also? I think, or was that someone else? Probably. It sounds like yeah. something I would do. You have the interesting questions where you're picking like a top for three different roles, not just three people that would be good at something. I actually uh, didn't want to do it that way, but this is the first thing that came to mind. And can I just say, I saw Creed over Thanksgiving in Philadelphia, which first of all was awesome. Second of all, one of my childhood movie theaters i used Why to go didn't to you invite me? i could i could have came with you well, it wasn't friends. info it was in you know westchester but okay um i should have invited you i'm you sorry should've. it was it was the late show the night of thanksgiving Instead, you invited me to like your naked thanksgiving frisbee game like you do every year and i never come to okay first of all that game is not naked okay. it is played with clothes um second of all i didn't think anyone would come out the night of thanksgiving we have this thing where we always go to a late show anyway i wouldn't have i was in south this carolina dump ass theater that i used to go to as a kid uh, has been converted into a dine-in movie theater, and I've never been to one of these. So you just like get to order dinner. You sat. You for, we sat in the first row. You sit in a plush leather recliner that's electronically operated that can recline all the way to horizontal. Okay. So you're in the first row. You're in front of this, and it's like an over. It's a bigger than a normal movie screen, and you can just go horizontal in front of it. It's fucking amazing, and uh. uh man comes by and brings you food and alcohol like during the show or before the show like they'll take the main order before the show but then he'll you know come by for more if you want i feel like this seems like extremely distracting to everyone else in the theater like no no it's not because it's mostly it's mostly before the show okay and you just kind of settle in with what you what you ordered the only distracting thing was they bring the check like at an important moment in the movie (laughs) Um, but other than that, it was a freaking amazing experience. I recommend it to everyone. And Does that's it cost it like more than a regular movie? No, it costs like ten bucks. Plus your food because they get you on the food. But yeah, is the food like good or is it terrible? I don't know. I didn't really have the food. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, so, uh, it's more into the chair. Anyway. So okay, okay. go ahead. Bottom Wor- worst love interest, lamb chop. Okay. Easy like. That's- he doesn't have the looks. He doesn't have the emotion. I don't think he has the emotional capability to love or be loved. Um, and I'm not, like, breaking down that wall. Like, he's got to do that himself. No, you're not. He's not. Like, I'm not chasing him. No interest in love, ha- making him a love interest. Um, now, trainer and what was the third one? Oh, opponent. Opponent. Um, bottom opponent. Now, here's the thing. Bottom you know, opponent is a, someone a, I don't want to fight. Well, a proper Rocky opponent has a lot of different aspects to him because it's got to be someone you can be opposed to like a good like maybe a good villain but also rocky movies normally a respect develops between the fighters so it's someone okay so a bad villain would be someone who i will even drago you know who murders his friend you know through that fight he comes to respect him i'm referencing one of the films you probably haven't seen i believe that was four rocky four when they go to russia right that's right that's right um okay that's Let's when they single-handedly with, end communism with boxing. Let's go with trainer. Um, so bottom trainer is someone – like that's easy. Like someone I will not respond to or be motivated from or respect or want to work for Yeah, or anything like that. Um, sounds like Lamb Chop too. But uh, – hmm. 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 I'll go. I think I'll go fuse for bottom trainer. Wow. Okay. And then bottom opponent. 
Uh, although Fuse could probably say some shit to just make me really angry. Um, out of opponent. Uh, I'll go Vigo bottom opponent, just because I don't want to box Vigo. Because <laughs> uh, you feel bad for him, or what? No, like I, I just couldn't see it working well. Like I just probably laughed the whole time or something. Okay, um, fair enough. Okay, so who are your three bottoms? All right. <sighs> okay, bottom love interest. This is tough. I feel it's between Lamb Chop and Fuse. That I first came to Fuse, but then I went to Lamb Chop. Who do you think is worse at sex? Lamb Chop. Why? What's your reasoning? No, I don't know. Fuse, well, Fuse, uh, they, they both could suck. <sighs> Things would have to have gone so wrong for is me. Is anyone actually having... good at sex, though? Um, good question. <laughs> uh, I feel like that should be a soundbite, so I'm just not going to touch that one. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm going to pick Fuse because you picked Lamb Shop. Fine. It's Fuse for bottom love interest. I chose. I did choose Fuse because I think he's probably a little more. It's going to sound crazy. I bet he's more emotionally capable of loving than Lamb Shop. I could see that. I mean, anything is more than zero. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay, so trainer and opponent, right? All right, I'm going to pick Yoni for bottom opponent. Okay. Uh, because we, I tried to like wrestle Yoni at Wildwood once, and he just turtles up and starts <laughs> laughing. Like, he can't. He see, can't that's what it. I think would happen if me and Vigo fought each other. We would just yeah. both start laughing the whole time. Yeah. No, I mean, if I fought Yoni, I would actually be trying to hit him in the face, and he would just be laughing and in a turtle position on the ground. Um, yeah, okay. Yoni for bottom opponent. I don't think that would be a very entertaining fight. And then bottom trainer. I'm going to go Lamb Chop bottom trainer. Cool. We both got lamp shop infused. Double yeah, bottoms. I think he would just—he would be getting me angry in a bad way, but like not in a motivating way. Yeah, like I would want to punch him, but I wouldn't want to learn how to punch better. Okay, that's fair. Now, is Randall eligible for top trainer? Yeah, Randall's eligible for anything but love interest. But love interest. Um, okay. Look, top love interest is going to be hard. Um, I will go. I'm not going to go Frogger, even if he has a jetpack. Um, I'm going to go Priest for top If Frogger had a jetpack, he would have way better things to do than train you in boxing. Yeah, I'm going Priest for top okay. love interest. Um, oh, top love interest. Top love interest, Priest. Okay. Uh, a lot of people could, could make a play at this. Um, Frogger's Frogger would be, would be a top. Noah would be high up there, too, for me. Um, I'm big on people marrying Noah and not you. I don't know if you've noticed that. I am, I've noticed that. Uh, you are nowhere near... Actually, I should have put you for bottom love interest. Um, Why is that? I, I don't love you. <laughs> um, I, I, I'm going priest. Priest top love interest. Uh, he'd do a good job. Um, I'm so hurt that you don't love me, man. Uh, I love you in a different way. Um, top trainer... Randall's like an obvious choice for top trainer, but choice. I don't know if I was kind of thinking Lionel in a subtle way might be good at this also. Because oh. uh, it's got to be someone like 
There's kind of like, what what mo- like what style motivates you the, the best? Do you know? Yeah. Um, really no, depends. there's not a lot that motivates me to work out or get in shape. Actually, um, fair enough. In fact, nothing's ever really worked. So I haven't. I don't know. Or actually, Yoni. I'm gonna go Yoni top trainer. Okay. I bet Yoni could get through to me, and that's a challenge, Yoni. Getting through to you? Get through to me before Wildwood, and I'll be in better shape. I don't think even Yoni could get through to you. Um, now I need a top villain or a top opponent. Yeah. And this is someone who I want to fight, mm-hmm. but I also need to respect them. Yeah, or at least, yeah, a little. So I can't put Fuse then. Um, no, you really can't. Hmm. 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 I'll go Lionel. It's not a bad choice. I don't think I'd mind punching Lionel in the face. I think he kind of deserves it a lot. Um, but I do respect Lionel, and it could be a good match. I watch Randall for opponent. Uh, you can if you yeah, want. If you want to punch her in the face. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll stick with Lionel. Noah I, hit Randall in the face with a small bit of candy once, and she cried. She cried. Yeah. Interesting. Randall cries very easily. It's unrelated to her actually being over, you know, defeated by a situation. And then it's is small kind of bit of candy. Like she'll can- cry and still kick the shit out of you. Is small bit of candy what you call Noah's penis or no? Uh, no, I call that small bit of something else. Okay. Uh, so you, give me your tops. Okay. I'm um, into my priest love interest. After I fucking punch a shit out of Lionel, I will, I will get priest. Because Yoni trained me. This is a great movie. <laughs> I would absolutely watch this movie. Everyone would. All right. Um, oh, love interest is tough. Noah is the automatic pick. But yeah, I, it's, see, too, it's too easy. Noah is the proper pick for me to love, but I don't know if he's the proper love interest for a Rocky movie. You know, that, that person has to... Oh, she has to, like, you know, not want you to fight, but secretly understand your urge to fight and still be there for you. I think Noah could do all of that. All right, I, I, I'll pick Noah's love interest. I don't think I can get away from that. And then, okay, so I'm torn. I'm, I know that Lionel's going to be one of the other two, and I hate that I'm picking both of them for tops, but that's just how it goes. Lionel's a good candidate for opponent or trainer. I think I have to pick Lionel for trainer. Okay. And I'm kind of playing it, so maybe Randall will come along and assistant train. Oh, okay. Uh, Lionel's been very good. Like, or going when back he just way. sucks at it, like he does, she'll take over and train you. That too. Yep. Like going back to Tron days, Lionel was good at motivating me properly. Like he knew how to get me mad at practice, so I'd start trying harder. He would just but, show you videos of throwing forehands, but not too mad. Like he would say something little to get me mad, but the right amount of mad to play better. Uh, okay. So I think he'd be he'd be good at that, and hopefully Randall will come along as backup. Okay. So Lionel's my trainer, and then see he also would have made a good opponent. Now Lionel's to, good. Who do I want to fight? Me. I hadn't thought about Me. you. Me. I don't think you'd really hold up in a fight, though. Oh, I'm not a fighter. No, I think you would run out of the ring, ring and eat something organic. Um, but if it was against you, I could fight. I don't think that you could. That's probably true. Yeah. Um, I think. I would like to fight. Uh, it's between Hudson and Priest. 
for me. Um, I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna pick Hudson. I'm gonna fight Hudson. I, I think al- he, I almost thought about Hudson. He would make an an honorable opponent, but I could convince myself into wanting to hurt him. And he he's got some size on me. I think he'd be a real challenge. And you guys actually could just fight in a courtroom and, and lawyer each other. That's true. Do you, I mean, are you, if you don't want it to be fair. Are you worried what? Hudson might take your spot as like top league lawyer? No, he's gonna be a firm lawyer. He's gonna see a courtroom once a year. Okay, I see you know more than that. Exactly. So you you're probably a better lawyer than Hudson. Truth. Um, yeah, I think Hudson and I would have a good match. We could we could you know work toward a mutual respect. Yeah, Hudson. So so in my movie, I will fuck Noah and then have Lionel train me to fight Hudson. Is that the order? Do you get the love interest before you win the fight, or not till after though? Like, isn't it like trainer opponent then love? I think that's up to your trainer, whether your trainer lets you. Lets you fuck or not? Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't think Yoni's going to let me. Seems unlikely. Um, so, Priest, you will have to wait until after I beat Lionel. <laughs> uh, I, bet, I bet he's all a flutter. All right, well. All right, those are your Tron ranks. And we're under two hours of podcast. <laughs> Just barely. Just barely. Um, all right, thanks for coming to the show, Anton. Thanks for having you, me on. You, you might come back in two weeks because the two people in the finals have to come on and talk to each other. Uh, it seems unlikely, but I'll keep my fingers crossed. That would be swell. Okay. Um, just to talk to Yoni, really. Just to talk to Yoni. Enjoy not having players get injured this weekend. Enjoy uh, climbing up the Constellation Ladder. Are you concerned at all about about getting Sacco? No. I, actually, a little bit, yes. Um, but I, I don't think so. All I have to do is win one game. I've got three games. I have to win one of them. So if I can't do that, then I fucking deserve it. I think Lionel might repeat. Oh, man. We really should have done a better punishment for this year. Yeah, changing really team name is not a fucking punishment. The Sacco yeah. should pay out like $100 to every league member. The Sacco should involve body modification. Uh, tattoo? I just, just said like body modification. <laughs> However you want to interpret that. Okay. Um, I'm ending this. Okay, buddy. All right. Bye. Love you. Miss you. Bye.